0: Hey, welcome to the Mostly Skateboarding Podcast. I'm your host, Temple Tonelli, and I'm joined this week by Mike Munzeriner and Jason from Frozen and Carbonite us talk a little bit about the Brooklyn Banks, but first, skate skits. Weekend's JIT just dropped and the skating is great, of course, but what sticks out in every weekend production is the skits. There's a long tradition of skits in skate videos. In fact, the first ever skate video opens with a skit as Stacy Peralta smashes a TV in the Bones Brigade video show from 1984.
1: Mike do you have any favorite skate video skits? I thought about this and I saw your prompt asking for um, input about skate skits on Instagram, and you had you had Rick Howard riding through the forest. So I think maybe that just got sticky in my mind. But uh, I really love from the girl video Mouse Rick Howard like driving a Crown Vic or a Caprice Classic through downtown LA, and then you know experiencing mental mental. Some things, and then he ends up in the forest and he rides plywood through that's that's i think that's one of my favorite skits just because it's like there's no explanation there's no name for it that i could find because i was looking at like the skate video site sites of the internet just to see if there was a even just kind of an agreed upon name outside of something girl gave us i love that it's skating it's weird it's a breakup of like you know one of the better videos we have yeah, Girl and Chocolate make, like, the gold standards of skits, in my opinion. But I think that's my favorite. Like, Jason, you probably experienced those Powell videos a little bit more than I did. What, what is the purpose of a skit in a skate video, do you think?
2: Well, first of all, Powell, Powell videos were before my time, but I still think they're corny. Like, <laughs> like Powell videos. Yeah. Uh, purpose of a skit, I'd break it up a little bit, add a little personality maybe you know i think we talked about this when we talked about yeah right a few weeks ago i think temple mentioned it as a chance you know, to use some of the latest filmmaking technology things of that nature yeah
0: after that episode somebody had mentioned that they believed that the yeah right skits were spike like testing things out like it right, would be used yeah. later on in in bigger productions
1: i mean look at some elements of mouse or excuse me goldfish and then the sabotage video
0: right of course yeah yeah maybe that's some kind of like accounting trickery like oh these are test shoots or whatever and then like you know you can basically get the studio to pay for it Just clever and that's what i think makes for a good skate skit is that it's clever you know i think rick howard skating through the woods it's like you know who hasn't walked through the woods and thought like damn it'd be sick to like be able to grind this log or whatever, and then, like, they make it a reality. I, I think that's, like, one of the coolest, like, one of the pinnacles of a ska- of a skate skit is to, like, take something that everybody is familiar with or everybody has, like, thought about or something and make it into a, a reality.
2: Yeah, as far as skits, I can uh, I can take them or leave them. Most of the time, leave them. Like, I fast-forward through them, like, 99% of the time, uh, besides the first time I watched a video, the only one I'll watch Probably my favorite skit ever is the Lost Uh Vidas de Paco, like the whole Western thing. I don't know. There's something. It's just a violet. There's something dope about it, how it kind of builds up to uh, like Gabriel being like, you know, the gunslinger, bang, 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 you know, that whole thing. I'm Spoilers like, alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. And, and, and Tim Gavin was a shaman or something. He's, you know, giving people ayahuasca or whatever. So, you know, girl was their own separate gang or whatever. I don't know. That was pretty dope. Kind of, it was just you know kind of badass but uh, apart from that you fast forward all of them
1: even even in mouse
2: oh mouse i can kind of chill with um what we call it but Bro- the brothers from different mother skit is kind of cool yeah and that one kind of creates a through line through the whole
0: video and i think they even like you know it's like in the ads they even probably did boards about it i think so it's pretty pretty clever and all i feel like all the girl skits are pretty quick like mostly under a minute so you, it's, like, barely even worth fast-forwarding, you know?
1: Yeah, there is, like, an element of brevity that, that is necessary for him almost all the time. Templeton, like, did you have a a favorite skit?
0: Uh, I really liked the parallel from Goldfish, which is, is all... It's Lance Mountain telling a fable of being a professional pogo sticker, and it parallels with being a professional skater, and it it's really rad and, like, it looks beautiful. It's like shot on 16 millimeter, and it's got this like really weird soundtrack with like just bass guitar. Yeah, I don't know. I think like as a kid, I didn't quite get it, but I I still kind of understood that it was about skating. And then it you know now as an adult who's like been in skating forever, I I fully understand it. And it, it's rad and funny. And the point where he focuses the the pogo stick is just kind of hilarious like still to this day it's hilarious i watched it today and i was like yeah that's awesome
2: oh wait the, lame, fu- the, the funny thing about that one is he's just he says dude i don't know dude which is something that you know i i say a lot actually but he says it like it was scripted i don't know that's pretty funny. yeah it's lame. i've got better things to do yeah, the whole thing is so quotable like maybe we should just tack the audio
1: on the end of this episode dude, it, it is the perfect skateboard video skit because it is the parallel. I don't know. I'm just saying things that are objectively true about this thing, but yeah, it just it it just hits it all and and especially I don't know the the older you get, the better it gets. Yeah, I I think that's true. I think
0: you can identify with Lance Mountain's character more and more the older you get. I mean,
1: I I can't get the full quote, but they all had wax styles. Is Yep. Also just yeah. perfect as, you know, I get I get older and older in, in my skateboard scene and more jaded and more of an asshole. Yeah. It, I mean, is is that the gold standard skit? Leaving aside the weekend video, which had really, like, I don't know. It had a lot of skits in it. It's like a 40-minute runtime. They had a lot of different actions going, but it was really good. And weekend skits are a category all their own. Maybe it's the gold standard, maybe not.
0: I mean, I, I, I think that Girl and Chocolate have set the gold standard and and Weekend has probably at least reached it, maybe passed it. I think that they're they're extremely clever. I think that they are well made, you know, like they, they get the timing down really well and the ideas are really good. And I, I think the idea is really the most important part, you know. It, it can look shitty, but as, as long as the idea is good... That's what matters, and there are a lot of. There's, there's been a ton of good ideas from weekend, like I, I put on here that you know a good ride channel piece would be to rank all the weekend skits from best to worst or worst to best. Um, hmm. And I think there'd be a lot, a lot of top hits from the JIT video. Do you guys have any favorites from this one?
2: Oh, uh, Toby Bennett, of course. Next to next to blow out of Virginia, little uh, hairstyling.
0: Have you ever that talked was- to him? Is is that? Uh, does that skit ring true to who he is?
2: Oh, I, I've seen him with him a little bit, but that was, it was, like, way long ago. It was a few years ago. He wasn't really on, like, the mullet tip back then. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, he's a ripper, man. Like, this is probably, like, his best part in terms of being one, you know, piece. He was kind of, like, here, like, you know, spread out different montages and
1: stuff here or there. But, yeah, it's probably his best part overall. That part was That part was really entertaining. Good hair. I, I I back it as a choice. A lot of good hair on weekend, really. I coiffed. Um, I really like the
0: the robot filmer skit. That one seems to be the one that's like sticking out to everybody.
1: I mean, it's it's spot on. I I think it took a little you know negative turn at the end. I don't know. If Grant and Sarah really need to you know like curse at the at the robot filmer. He seemed like he was homies with everyone, but. I made a little video or no, I should say my 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 buddy Benji Meyer and I made a little video called Shitheads Volume Eight. Not a lot of it wasn't really like skit based, but that would have been the skit that would have been in that video where it's like robot homie, skate homie, like film clips, mark that shit, you know, FedEx exit. That would have been like what we were doing. And I watched that and then instantly Looked up that video on my phone, got the got the timestamp and texted it to him. I don't know if Benji actually looked at the video timestamp that I gave him because he just gave me a thumbs up. Pretty esoteric, guys. If you ask me, yeah that 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 was perfect. That was
2: right. Perfect. So uh, so Mike, your skate robot was more of a like old school, lost in space, uh, D- danger will Robinson kind of robot. Is
1: yeah, it? I mean, if if I'm doing it, that's it. Yeah, yeah there you go. So uh, yeah, I guess I guess he was. The weekend robot was a little bit more modern. He yeah, wore a I mean, chain after all. I He mean,
2: wore a chain. I mean, you know, it's a tale as old as time. Man versus machine. We're no th- doubt. It's true. Well, we we
0: talked about some of the high points. Uh, we we got to hit some low points. Uh, oh, shit. You know, doing a skit can, can go wrong really easily. I think we probably got about equal good and bad and then like a, a lot of mediocre in the middle. But as far as bad skits, think dgk's parental advisory uh through line skit probably bottom of the heap for me do you guys have any
2: uh best misses out there well real quick what was like the narrative through line there but i mean there was the one you know is that wade disarmo skid that was pretty quotable like what was i haven't watched in a while what was like the narrative through line there
0: that's not a video that i've seen more than maybe once or twice i kind of like watched it for a second today to, as some you know rudimentary internet research. Right. And right. I think that it's like it's a kid version of each of the skaters that's in the video and they're like, you know, dirty ghetto kids doing oh, dirty gosh. ghetto kid shit. So it kind of makes sense. I just I feel like feel like good concept. Maybe they didn't pull it off.
2: Yeah yeah. What else? Uh not really bad, but it's just kind of weird. Like the firm don't stop or can't stop. Incredible video, but like I didn't really understand the skit. Were they supposed to be like bootleggers or like Al Capone or something like that? I don't know. It's kind of weird. Also, Shorty's Guilty. Oh, yeah. Is like, I think that was symptomatic of like Shorty's making, being so huge and making so much money. You know what I mean? So they're like, oh, let's do this. Oh, like, you know, we're being, I don't even know what the story was. It was like they're being hunted. They're being like tracked by the FBI or something. I don't know. Smollock acting was, was pretty great in that one.
1: They probably just needed to arrest Smolick, but everybody else was, you know, a collaborator or whatever.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Incredible video, though.
1: I mean, Smolick's part, and that's freaking uh, insane. I'm going to have to rewatch. I, I was going to bring up Guilty as just kind of like notoriously ridiculous and or bad skits. I did not do the rudimentary internet research to watch Guilty's skits again. Watch, watch only the skits, not the skating. So I, I remember that video generally as a disappointing follow-up to Fulfill the Dream, which is 25 years old this year. Which, which video were we just talking about? I'm blanking. We were talking about Shorty's Guilty. Well, oh, I'm sorry. Heard the video just prior. The firm Can't Stop? Yeah, like that, that's kind of like, yeah, the gangster motifs and everything that worked. I mean, where do we, what, how do we draw the line between skits and then just things that are kind of like, yeah, we're dressing up and like Matt Beach has a Tommy gun in an old car <laughs> by like railroad tracks. You know what I mean? It, I mean, it, to, it's a fine line. To me, that's a skit.
0: You know, that's, that's like, we're going out to film this thing. It's not like, Oh, like we're at the spot, and like I've got this idea, or like, you know, go stand over there and say this or something. That's like that's like a full-up production, and that counts as a skit to me. I I don't remember how much it, or if there was any dialogue in, in that.
2: Do you guys
1: remember? I don't, I don't think so. so. They, were there, they were like painting signs and shit. Man. Not much, if any. I mean, are, are skits any better than, remember, Medic Mati, where they did those, you know, film stock. Intros, you know, little bio intros to each part, except Ronnie Krieger. Like, oh yeah, what, with, what's with more
2: effective? Yeah, with the fucking uh, like target on the map. Yeah, uh, you know, target on the map. You say target on the map, and I'm like, nah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. Like a like a crosshair. It definitely like, was a crosshair. Like, I mean, like Thailand. That... Like, Costin, Costin from, from Thailand. Let's like put the crosshair over Bangkok or whatever. That was crazy.
0: I think it serves the same purpose of like giving you a little bit of a reprieve from the, the skating and telling you a little bit of a story. It's I guess it I guess it's a little more serious than it's like, you know, this is Eric Costa and he's got Thai roots and you know, this is Bob Bernquist. There, there was a little bit of tongue in cheek with Bob Bernquist, you know, they had him in the in the Speedos or whatever. Yeah.
1: Rodrigo. He's crazy like. Yeah. <laughs> Very quotable.
2: Oh, for me, it's crazy. Like <laughs> that's legendary. Yeah, that they... that, that quote that uh, quote is gonna live forever. I hope so. Somebody should make an
0: Instagram account that's just like skate quotes or something.
2: I feel like actually, you... come to think of it, uh, my friend uh, Steve Fletch, uh, the the mastermind behind Dead Dead on Arrival skateboards, has a YouTube channel, and he made a couple videos with quotable quotes from skate videos, like from the eighties. One one video with the nineties, one video from the eighties, one video with the aughts. Oh so is that... that's pretty really tight. Yeah, if you're into that.
0: Yeah, definitely gonna link that in the show notes if you can link that to me, Jason. Oh uh,
2: yeah. Was the was the Tom Penny a uh, like drug trip in sorry, was that a skit or just like a like a interlude? Mm. Or a
0: part? Yeah, tough to say. I mean, hmm yeah, that's kinda like a, a wrapping for like how do we package up all this footage that, you know, is filmed from different cameras and different qualities and everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which which was a a smart, a smart way to do that. I don't know if I would call it like a skit. And that was something I was trying to think of when we were preparing for this. Like, what exactly is a skit? Because somebody, like Mike had mentioned, I'd asked on Instagram, like, you know, what are your favorite skits? And somebody said, Steve Olsen at Hubba, you know, where he like jumps over the wall and then it cuts to like, Yeah. a, a mannequin, falling and (laughs) it lands and you know that's like three shots in the middle of the part is that a skit maybe it's clever it's cool it's super memorable but is that a skit what do you guys think what do you think
3: Mike? I
1: i keep coming up with the word interlude but it's not an interlude it's just like a little yeah i have no idea how to define that off the cuff i i thought about that too and just the the kind of skateboard tradition of grabbing some clothes stuffing an outfit and throwing that fake body off of anything because shoot like we watched skateboard videos for a little while like my my old crew and in eighth grade we were throwing a stuffed body off of you know off a staircase just a just as part of a skit we were filming so yeah it's a classic move yeah that's like like that goes back to lance mountain yeah how so i think the stuffed clothing thing is is maybe a powell perelta thing but Apparently, we're all too a little young and uh not into it to know for sure
2: i i'm not i kind of don't think that doesn't seem like something that he would do like he he wasn't really into like gags, you know what I mean, yeah, he just came up the yeah. chimney right yeah, yeah. He came up the chimney but um, I don't know as far as the skit i i I'm a little more formalist like well see it see it has to have like a script you know be planned out it can't just be like oh, uh, someone said something funny you know while they're like smoking a cigarette or whatever that's not a skit it has to be kind of like p- planned out like script or props or something and that just reminded me of a funny skit from I don't know if it was Bag of Suck or whatever the one when there's like the message board kid or whatever just like typing about the new enjoyed video oh yeah he comes in and like whatever knocks his head off with a baseball bat
1: yeah, yeah that's more interlude than uh, whatever whatever steve Olson did or whatever happened in steve Olson's part yeah i mean I, I think the jerry
0: sue thing definitely i would call a skit and i mean it was quick could be kind of thought of as an interlude or an intro or something but you know to just be broad i'd call it
2: skit hey yeah you got some uh, practical effects yeah <laughs> it's like it's great a uh, dude yeah that's a funny one
0: well, I I think the kind of the godfather of the skate skit, like I said, was Powell Peralta. You know, they they kick this whole thing off, and they've had some pretty epic ones. I think the the uh, Code Ninety Seven A skit, weak ollies, it's a pretty incredible one. It's really pretty perfect. You guys have any favorite Powell skits? Do you even remember any? It's a little
1: before our time. Yeah, no, I was shaking my, I was shaking my head.
2: Oh yeah, I mean, uh, I I refuse on general
1: principle. fair that's fair okay so so what about all the people that didn't do skits like our our world industries expert is it you know pure reactionaryism? that's not a word but sounded smart and i guess now that i think about it and i thought about this earlier today like trilogy has skits but they're only in reaction to girl and chocolate skits
2: oh oh you think those are it was like that, like it was a it was a response because you got oh yeah
1: maybe like the oh the western video is like chocolate right it makes sense well and you know day one does go fish a goldfish out of a fountain right, 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 right. I believe oh, it's the yeah, same yeah. fountain
2: very subtle goldfish <laughs> very subtle very subtle and there was uh what, what else was there
0: there was but the there, one where was it Shiloh who gets like like the cops get him and then Kareem is like writing a letter to him. Yeah, yeah. The, I think the, that one's kind of yeah, yeah the, not a real
1: jail. Uh, girl. Oh, uh, you know, if we can build up enough material, we can do epistolatory scenes and skate videos as a topic. A <laughs> Static? Yeah, that,
2: that's, that's a tough one. But, uh, yeah, the um, trilogy skits loosely based in reality,
1: I, I, I think to say.
2: But, uh, yeah, like, you want to look at, like, well, a Street, Ace Street and, like, Rubbish Heap, I mean, those, like, it's kind of a reaction to... I guess how overblown and how big of a production of the palette shit was. It was just like, all right, here's a trick. I want to see the trick. That's it. I mean, Rubbish Sheep didn't even have music except for the, uh, maybe the Nintendo song in uh, Jeremy Klein's part. Damn, that makes like, me realize I don't think I've seen Rubbish Sheep. It's pretty funny. Like the first time I watched it, it was with the World Box set and uh, Rodney and Steve Rocco did commentary on it. And most of the time they're just like giggling uncontrollably and shit. Going like what the fuck happened to that guy?
1: <laughs>
2: it's yeah, it's worth checking out just for uh, historical research purposes. Yeah, I should educate myself. Yeah, I th-
0: I could see that, and like you know the Plan B videos and stuff like that as kind of a reaction to the skits. And if you really think about it, skits are not that cool. Like it's pretty nerdy to do
1: a skit. Well, and that that make that makes me wonder again. What is the actual purpose of a skit? I just jotted down the idea and I'll just quote verbatim from my notes. Skits almost gives skating and skate videos more purpose. And I think I wrote that because it's like, what else is the purpose then than just showing tricks? It's a good purpose, but I could see Stacy Peralta in 1983, you know, when he's making the video show, you know, figuring out what he's going to do with that Bones Brigade video. Like, how do I make this more substantial?
0: Yeah, I think maybe those early videos probably needed a little more of a narrative element. You know, like they didn't—they didn't have noses on their boards, so you needed more. Right. I'm like the tricks aren't that gnarly, like or even like that
1: different. But yeah, I Nobody think can that tell the difference between these inverts anymore. It's terrible.
0: Yeah, and I, I think that there was just like no understanding of what a skate video was. So like, you know, he's like inventing a a a format and borrowing from what's come before and like you know most film before the skate video was narrative so he was probably like you know there needs to be some narrative element this is me just totally guessing
1: well and that's interesting because you know rubbish heap obviously came before video days but video days is always counted as the the modern capital m skate video and yet it's not a fact that the entire blind team died in 1991 as part of a documentary. That was a skit. True. So it's, yeah, it's just interesting that they didn't fully break, even though they kind of did. I don't know. The The lore is that they remade the skate video format, but I don't know if they necessarily did. They just kind of like honed it.
0: I think that's right. I think that,
1: you know, you can look
0: at the Bones Brigade video show and see elements of JIT in there, you know, or
1: any modern yeah. skate video. Well, and I, I wonder why Girl and Chocolate to this day, I know why they've been so good at it. It's the Spike Jones element, but is the reason, the other reason why they've been so good at it and been doing it, doing it, underline that, is it just because Spike's been involved and like he's going to have fun testing shit out and, you know, obviously giving them a much higher like base value than anybody else can achieve up until probably weekend? Like, is it just the Spike Jones factor that makes Girl the the leading skit skateboard people?
2: Yeah, I was thinking about this a few minutes ago. Have their last few like video productions had skits, like Doll, The Flair, and all that shit. Yeah, and uh what was the one
1: that we talked to John Morello about? The chocolate one? Yeah, the really good one. Bunny Hop. Bunny Hop. Bunny yeah. Hop had the fantastic like chocolate tour two, part two. Oh, right, 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 yeah, they had that whole thing going on. I don't know if Dahl had skits. Like, I think everybody watched Dahl and then kind of wrote it off, and then we were alerted by uh, maybe Lucas Weisenthal on Twitter, like, hey, man, revisit that video. It's pretty good, and it is. I've never seen The Flare because it was, you know, the the time when Lakai's stock, in my mind, was at its lowest possible point, and I wasn't going to pay seven ninety nine or whatever. Which in hindsight is ridiculous, but I don't I've never seen anybody ever clamoring for that video to be viewed. Is that the one with uh, the Tony Hawk part at Dan? Uh it might have bird men in it, yeah. Tony and Riley. Damn, you're you're making me think that I maybe have never seen this video too. I I think it's pretty, um eh, somewhat lame on my end to have never watched it just because it was gonna cost a little bit of money, but it kinda is what it is. Hey, I mean video makers have uh,
0: devalued their product to zero. So that's just what we're used to paying. So asking Man. for any amount is is a tough sell. Man. That's just how it is. I've, I've spent a lot of money on skate videos, so I think I can uh, I can say that. And
1: it's just, it's just the truth. Sorry. Templeton, mm-hmm. did, did we get your favorite skit? Yeah, my favorite skit was the parallel. Yeah, okay. We had agreement. Yes. most We, we had a quorum on that. We did. And I I
0: think it's worth noting that we're all about the same age and we've not seen um Streets of Fire or like all those kind of Santa Cruz videos, you know, like I've never seen the Jason Jesse in jail skit. So
1: Well it seems apropos it you know, at the time it was probably something groundbreaking. Yeah. I just feel like it, it's worth noting for anybody who's hoping for us to
0: bring those up that it's just not gonna be part of this conversation. <laughs>
1: I think Chocolate Tour is one that I don't know. It's super mixed with the Chocolate Tour, the nineteen ninety eight video, because as as what were the skits in that. I'm trying to recall. I mean, that's that's the you know movie narrative of the Chocolate Team going on tour to save their elders from getting kicked out of the nursing home.
0: Oh Man. yeah, that's that's Joe, got so
1: it's... Johnny Mnemonic, or uh, Danny Pneumonic.
0: Yeah, uh, it's got Keenan like. Doing the um the the bill in the um in the envelope
1: trick. There's the setup with the but like he he does some def- classic shit. Ray Barbie, that's so terrible. Yeah, uh, shout shoutouts yeah. to Alan Gelfand. Hi, by weekend we talked about that at length on a different episode of the show. And yeah, the the jit is just like filled with awesome skits. Weekend is killing it. And that video is amazing too. Yeah, makes me want to go skate and maybe make a skit. I don't know. Oh, oh, and I should say, um, local Minneapolis video from 2006 Weekend Warriors. I was involved in making skits. There Just, we like, go. A little like, were you in charge of the practical effects, or I, I helped a Master. Oh, uh, it kind of came up with concepts and I don't know. Or creative director, produce, producer, a lot of stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Had had my hand in things. I think we, we we definitely did like a like a Milky Way because I can't think of the proper brown candy bar floating in a toilet at one point. And um, yeah, no, it, it it is fun to do that stuff. We had that one of the first run Panasonic HVXs that had a cool like kind of film mode, mm-hmm. and that was Benji Meyer who helped. Well, helped Jesus. He shot everything and it looked really awesome it was really great for the time so
0: yeah shout out benji meyer made a lot of really sick videos does he make videos for it. a living now
1: he does uh he does video work he's uh he's is, he is a consummate freelancer he did a, he did a lot of cool after he was done doing local videos he did a lot of cool like red bull finance stuff where he's like i have this weird idea we're gonna put a skate park on a barge and go down the mississippi Minneapolis to New Orleans and Red Bull's like all right (laughs) I remember some of
0: those I remember the one it was like four seasons and it was like skating in like a wheat field and skating in the snow or something I don't know but I remember it being like wow this is really sick
1: feeling Minnesota I came up with that name sick so there you go
0: nice work
1: well thanks buddy (laughs) sorry of course Brooklyn is back well
0: part of the Brooklyn banks are back the section with the nine stair is set to reopen on May 24th, or that's the ribbon-cutting ceremony. I guess you can skate it on the 25th. Skating will be allowed. Jason, as a former New York resident, how much time did you spend at the banks
2: back in the day? Every fucking weekend, bro. But, uh, no, I mean, every weekend for a little bit, at least, because you always want to go through there, see what's going on, see if anyone's trying anything crazy. Like, try a couple of tricks on the, uh, small banks and shit. Usually... Like, usually the uh, the routine was I'd either meet, meet up with my friend there or meet up with Supreme and skate down there because it's, like, downhill the whole way. It's a pretty pretty mellow skate. And, uh, yeah, it was just, like, a meetup spot. I usually meet up there. I go to uh, Newport or the Red Benches. The Red Benches were this spot that was kind of like where Pyramid Ledges is but, like, up the street a little bit is these perfect red benches or uh you know maybe, maybe go to newport once that started being a thing after a while like 1998 i started going to bam a lot so i'll just go to bam bam is in brooklyn by the way the brooklyn banks are not in brooklyn they're in like uh manhattan on that that side of the brooklyn
1: bridge but um yeah it was sick man you never know who you'd, you'd see there it was crazy i can speak to the never know what you're or who you're gonna see there thing like uh, the summer of 2008, my buddy Neil moved to New York and I kind of followed him out there a couple weeks after he did that. And uh, I was bumming around. The only time I've been to the Brooklyn banks was a day when he had to look for jobs and I had to just like skate off a hangover. So I just kind of like hazarded upon the big banks because I don't think the smaller banks were still a thing. But it just so happens that like Atiba Jefferson, Andrew Reynolds and Brian Herman were there. And I saw Herman, just for fun, like Ollie the Rail. And uh, the bricks at that point were a lot more rough than I would have expected. I might have been skating like Spitfire 50s at the time, so I wasn't quite as equipped as I could have been. But I scraped like on the pillar wall ride. I scraped a wall ride fakie, got like mustered that to one day be able to claim I did it on a podcast. And that was kind of it. I got McDonald's after that. Is there a McDonald's right there, Jason? Or is it a Burger King? I can't.
2: The burger Burger King is, is the famous one.
1: I think I the, the famous eatery. I still think I went to McDonald's, but there's probably it, McDonald's close by too. Yeah, whenever everyone
2: always like uh, took the cups from the Burger King. You'd like come back like fill them up or whatever. No, that, that was the move. But um, yeah, the bank's coming back. It's it's interesting because if you're of a certain age, like my your my or whatever, you might be kind of over it. But it's just like a heritage
1: spot that it would be cool for the kids to, you know, be able to skate the small banks and shit. Well, what's, what's interesting and kind of confusing to me at the same time is that, like, there's multiple sections. How I mean, how big was it? Is it, like, a whole city block long? Because I only got, I only experienced, like, an abbreviated version of it. Oh,
2: it's about, um, if you include the big banks, it's about a block, yeah, because there's the small banks and you go across the street and there's the big banks and shit in the rare hill. So yeah, it's about a block, give or take.
0: Yeah, it's basically like three spots.
2: You know, there's the small
0: banks, there's a spot with the nine stair, and then there's the big banks. And those all would be like a pretty good spot in any town on their own. And then they're all together. I went there once and, you know, everything was a go. I think it was
1: after the fence had been put up so I couldn't ollie the wall. Not that That I could be it. Mike Vallely excuse me Mike Vallely grabbed that shit and then bonked the thing off man yeah
0: exactly which is very sick you know like that's
1: a high ollie off a weird bank yeah
0: and like sketchy dangerous like spiked fence whatever like I don't know Mike Vallely's done some sick shit also pretty iconic skit in public domain but uh, we don't need well we should that.
1: say what he what he did because like the quote about it is iconic as the skit
0: oh what did, what does did he say like oh, you want to go skating? And then he runs through a, uh, a graveyard. So then he at, at one point later go like, why the fuck would I want to run through a graveyard? <laughs> yeah, that I think that that was in like a, an interview more recently. I don't know if
1: Mike V cusses like I did. So, you know, take that quote as you will.
2: I'm <laughs> sure he does. He sings for Black Flag. I'm pretty sure that includes some... Uh, oh, and he played a hockey. Some salty sailor talk. Yeah. For
0: sure. Back to the banks, a known like Lily haunt. What tricks stick out to you guys, especially specifically on the nine stair, since that's what's coming back. And it, it sounds like the small banks, which is probably the best section, is not gonna be back for quite some time. So do you guys remember anything specific from the nine stair? What about Jason, you got something?
2: Nah, no, I mean think about I got lots of shit over the wall, but the nine stair. I don't know. Wenning would always like kickflip it first try. Like he would always be there. I guess this was like right before he got on Alien because uh, I don't even think he was getting Alien boards yet. He would just like do everything on the ship.
1: Did you get was, did ever get to see him skate that? The Nine Stair? Banks in general. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Headed out Banks, to Seaport. <laughs> Banks, Banks, Newport, all that shit. So, yeah, like uh, Newport. When, sorry, yeah. Back when he and Pablo started getting boards, but yeah, the Nine Stair. What's the coolest thing though? oh wait this is a funny story one time I went there I was I was just like coming up from seaport or whatever and Kareem and RB were like filming there It's like middle of winter Kareem was trying to lip slide it after all he was like no nah, fuck it it was too cold to even try to skate anymore then sure. they left. <laughs> that's it did someone
1: backside not like heal it I think someone did the ninth there was that winning I mean he probably did I just think about his um his switch 360 yeah, yeah his switch straight down and it's crazy my buddy, uh, Ryan Hansen a.k.a. The Dolo, T-H-A-D-O-L-O, he nolly hard flipped it. Must have been 99. Damn, that's sick. And uh, again, again, more Benji Meyer talk. Didn't quite have that nolly pop audio, so that was dropped into the video after the fact.
2: Ooh. Nice. See, that, yeah, that's yeah,
1: that I mean... Benji Meyer uh, excellence there. He's not just going to let it go could have put a, a lot, lot of on. alchemy. I I don't, I, I never know the number, like the amount of alchemy just like, Oh, like we're going to just doctor this or how do you do this? I don't know. The making videos back when was really fun just cause you kind of figured stuff out on the fly. Like we didn't have ramped slow-mo for a Clint Peterson trick. So we, I don't know, broke it down into like 50 different clips and ramped it that way. We didn't have the John Geffrom hookup in San Diego. <laughs> yeah I've done that but just hacked the ramp slam on that's, that's fun
0: works pretty good mm-hmm. I think that the thing that I remember most on the nine stair is Danny Ways nose slide to board break from yeah. like some contests that that always struck me as really sick and then I Maybe. was watching a, a retrospective an RB RBU Malley Banks retrospective and was reminded that Brandon Westgate did a backside kickflip 360 down that shit and it was fucking beast so I'll link to that retrospective in the show notes and you can watch it and it's a fucking beast dude, it's so sick.
1: Uh, yeah, I'll add for the sake of show notes like uh, Ryan Hansen's Nolly Hardflip was in the anonymous video. It's pretty good. thank you Even We it to that in the show notes. Yeah, he is hauling ass. yeah, that rail is crazy. I mean there's always Jamie Thomas's opening line from Welcome to Hell where it seems like maybe he crosses from spot to spot. Yeah, yeah, he does. It's like
2: back. It's like backflip, blah blah blah. Does a tree flip or whatever, and then yeah, back to the It's the uh, the really big rail down there by the basketball court. But yeah, um, which not many people
0: have hit like ever. Yeah, right? I, think,
2: I think Maldonado back yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: grinded it. Was that in
2: Welcome to Hell too? I think that wasn't Welcome to Hell also.
1: But I think Muska had a Thrasher cover on one of the bank's rails. Yeah, that was a nine stair. I think he was just five ing it. Like he's got uh, a great outfit on, yeah, yeah. just like it's
2: a, you know, like uh it's not, like it's not crazy or something. But um, yeah, the small b- over the wall, like I see, I've seen, I saw some shit over the wall. Like when Rob Wells was trying to switch sixty flip, like I wasn't there the day that he did it, but he was trying it one day, and he was totally like whipping him around, and it was obvious that he he could do it. But he was wearing this like crazy all white outfit, <laughs> like. And it's like the, literally the probably the dirtiest place in the whole world. You know what I mean? I mean, if not Z, it's like up there. It was like some crazy like drawers or dub like white windbreaker and some white pants and some white TCs or whatever. That was crazy. He wasn't wearing that in the in the make, so he probably got it like in the next couple of days. But he was. I totally saw him whipping him around. Yeah, and, and that which was crazy. I never saw anyone like you know do switch straight flips to that extent before. That was a trip.
0: Go and switch your nollie off that seems crazy you know because it's not like a flat bank it's like all lumpy and
2: curved and weird oh, yeah you gotta you gotta find the sweet spot i never find the sweet spot but uh, also also shout out maurice key for switch frontside healing over it Ooh. like way back even like now that trick is you know coming into into vogue if yeah, you know but, but
0: you could throw that in the jit video today and everybody
1: would say like damn sick yeah, sick clip 100%. totally worth it yeah 100. I mean, I I was way ahead. Of- I'm I'm jumping in just to go back to the nine star Jake Johnson for all our young millennial customers, listeners. He did a fakey heel flip down it, and we recognize you. We didn't forget you, Jake yeah. Johnson. Very very sick. How how do you how do you say it without the vowels, Jake Johnson?
0: I, I think it's just a text representation of Jake Johnson to save save a few characters. And there's also a, an actor named Jake Johnson. So maybe that's a, a way to uh,
1: differentiate in your Google searches. What if a uh, state college Jake Johnson has a seg card? I wonder like, who's got supremacy over that name. Right. He might have to be like Jacob Johnson or something. Kalis. Jacob oh. D. Johnson. Yeah. Uh, Mike, you were saying, Kalis. Switch back heel over mm-hmm. the wall is, I don't know. switch That trick can be really unsatisfying because if you can't skate uh, no I, I don't know i was gonna say if you can't skate switch well you can kind of flub cheat that trick because it'll stay under you the whole time but Kalis does it in a way that's so dope that's like nah, i'm just like really good at skating
0: yeah Kalis, does that
1: make any sense
0: <laughs> yeah his, his shit over the over the wall was fucking dope i remember I that feel- i think- I think that he and Fred Gall had like a shared interview in Transworld, where Fred Gall has the kickflip wall ride at the yeah. banks on the cover. Is that right?
2: Okay, anybody? That's confirm? right, firm.
1: Cover exists for sure, and yeah, that sounds familiar.
2: Well, here here is a question. Let's say full banks gets reinstated, small banks gets reinstated. Will footage at either of those spots count, quote unquote? I, and you know what I mean by y'all know what I mean by count? Yes. I
0: think it does. I mean, I, I think about those places in like Copenhagen or Malmo or whatever, where those spots are kind of like built for skating, but they look good and the banks looks good. And I think that's really in the end, what matters, you know, Mike, what do you think?
1: I had originally, I think our buddy from Michigan, Biff Whiffle on mm-hmm. Twitter had asked, you know, does what it, where does the banks, where will future banks footage fall? And I originally categorized it as, you know, the third category, which is, it's the same as a Santa Monica courthouse. It's a gray area. It's not a park. It's not true street. But, you know, if you go there, it's not necessarily sanctioned. It's like skaters made a reopening happen. But it's not like they've smoothed it out and added it's not like they dropped square coping onto the handrail on the nine stair or maybe, maybe, maybe not, you know, put a bunch of Bondo over the bricks in places where it's sketchy to smooth it out or whatever, you know, it's, it's a grayer area. So I'm thinking, you know, it's probably legit if you're doing something that's worth everybody's time. Yeah. Jason, do you have an opinion on this one?
2: Yeah, I, I think it counts, man. Cause like, yeah, like Mike said, they're not, Doctoring, they didn't doctor the spot at all. They didn't bring in the spot doctor, you know, doing something, you know, down that, down the nice area will still look as cool or over the wall or whatever, or over the channel on the small banks. You know, some zealots will, uh, will disagree probably. Some might spot seeker zealots, you know, because it could have in endorsed by the city as a legal skate spot or whatever, but, uh, Oh yeah it it'll look the same once you see people like fucking going off there, if that happens like it it'll be pretty tight. I think if it, it's hard to deny
1: yeah well I want you know we're we're old heads we grew up with this like what what do you think the significance of it could be or should be with younger skaters who I don't know there's a lot of rippers who are who could be 25 and have no reference points for the for the Brooklyn banks.
0: I mean, I I think you got to kind of get educated at least, you know, on the NBD list. Um, Yeah. I mean, I I would hope that like your filmer or like, you know, somebody in the crew is going to be like, hey, man, like Kalis already did the back heel, the switch back heel. So like maybe, maybe try to fakey flip it. I don't know. Which, (laughs) that'd be dope. (laughs) You
1: would have to do some weird shit to get over that wall as a fakey flip. Not that I've ever tried anything over it, but it's a rolly, rolly bank.
2: Yeah, that that's weird because, you know, there's a little thing with, uh, you know, the younger skaters and, like, they don't care about MBDs or ABDs or whatever. And an- another difference is there, there's, like, a shit ton of parks in New York now, you know, that have all, all types of crazy shit. It, like, when the bank was in its heyday, there were no parks, so it was the only place you could go to skate something that was, like, even approximating, like, a, you know what I mean? Like a quarter pipe or something like that.
0: Yeah. Here, Here's a theory. What if the odometer gets rolled back to zero? So there, nothing is NBD at the banks anymore. It's open season. Does that, does that ring true? I mean, I, I think on the nine stair, maybe that doesn't quite ring true because it is like the exact same rail, which maybe skaters installed. I don't know. What do you guys think about that theory? I'm
1: kind of in Post. favor of it just because... I don't know. You know, we want to talk about no rules and skating and all this and all that. Then <laughs> why not actually do it? We have the collective memory of everything that we've watched, and it was an iconic spot. And you know what? I I I did a lot of work just wondering, like, oh man, that especially the small bank. I'm like, oh that I didn't get it. I didn't understand why people wanted to skate it back in the day, but now, not even now, like. Maybe three years after I was, why the why? Why are these dudes doing these weird tricks on there? I figured out that it was awkward and it was weird, and they'd pop you and kind of send you, and probably it was really fun. So I think that we have to like uphold that history. What do you think, Jason?
2: Wait, what, tell me what's the theory again? My audio went out again. Oh my! My theory was that
0: the NBD clock gets rolled back to zero, so nothing is NBD. It's open season.
2: Oh. um... Yeah, as well I I would agree with that with the handrail because I think it's the one there is bigger or some shit. I don't know. Well, it's but, the third uh, handrail, but it, it is the oh, rail yeah. that's been there for Oh, right, right. right. So people haven't done shit on. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um BCS's handrail. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, you know what I'm gonna be kind of uh conservative here and say, no, that MBD list because it's it's the same. All right. Sorry, kid. And I'll see um Yo, the Violet team's gonna ride in and
0: do
1: whatever they want anyways.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. And I think that we'll probably all be stoked on whatever they put out. Which brings us to the end of our show where we talk about what we're stoked on. Mike, what are you stoked on this week?
1: I'm incredibly stoked on the end of this uh, Denver Nuggets-Los Angeles Lakers game where I've been trying not to like make insane noises while I'm trying to record a podcast. The NBA fi- Finals the nba playoffs have been fantastic through here and i'm very stoked on that also stoked on the fact that i'm keeping a group chat on my phone going between my dad his sister they're both in their like mid to late 70s and then myself and my little brother strictly to talk hoops i'm appreciating like my elder's ability to talk shit i'm appreciating uh their hoops ability and their hoops knowledge. And it's been super fun just to like have this ongoing thing where these have been great NBA playoffs and we're talking about them every night and uh, can't wait to see, you know, the stuff we talk as this thing goes on. Jason, what are you stoked on this week? Stoked
2: on venture trucks out of San Francisco, California. Talked about Muni a little bit today. Uh, One of its most prolific uh, rippers, Joey O'Brien, has a new part it's called alien workshop filmed by friends of the pod uh guests of the pod uh chris Mulhern, of course so you know that sick as fuck um it was so
1: good yeah yeah, yeah, it it was was so good. good. good
2: also um i'm all in i'm in in terms of closer and physical media i full disclosure i subscribe to it and I got the two back issues with the Brian Lottie interview and the Josh Kalos interview, which are, you know, super sick. So I'm all in on that publication. Also stoked on a video uh, from 2019 from Hellas, those guys called Fellas. It's their, I guess, only full length. Oh don't know. I just started watching one day. I got super psyched on it again. If you're into Eurotech at all, it's worth checking out if you haven't seen it in a, in a couple of years because it's, I don't know. In my opinion, it's one of the best videos of this uh, century. But, you know, I'm that's me. I'm, I'm the Eurotech guy. Uh, in what are you stoked on this week?
0: I'm stoked on today Mount St. Helens eruption stuff. Uh, on this day, May 18th, 1980, Mount St. Helens erupted in, uh, like, just across the river in Washington from where I live. Uh, Mount St. Helens is a mountain that, like, I see all the time. You know, like, you're driving, go over a hill, and there's Mount St. Helens. Pretty cool crazy you know that not that long ago a volcano erupted near a major metropolitan area and all of the photos from it are really sick there's this uh diptych of somebody on the summit of mount adams which is another volcano kind of along a line of volcanoes here in the northwest somebody on the summit of mount adams it's two frames one they're standing there and mount st helens is kind of smoking and then the next one this person is on their ass, and the mountain has erupted, and it's just like,
1: yeah, that's gonna knock you on your ass. Great photos. Uh, I, my, uh, I had so much family living in Western Montana, Montana. Jesus, <laughs> sorry, Western Montana. At the time, like of Mount St. Helens eruption, where yeah, they were getting like inches of volcanic ash on their cars afterwards. It was it was one of those stories that I grew up with where it's like, oh yeah, that happened. And let me tell you about it. Shit was crazy.
0: Yeah. It's wild. And there's, there's a bunch of photos. You can check out the Washington state department of natural resources on Twitter. They've been tweeting out a bunch of goods showing photos from, yeah, from Montana or Spokane or wherever far off places where the ash ended up. And yeah, just cool to see that. And, um, yeah, I'm stoked on, uh, the natural world and all that shit. And, uh, that's our show for this week. Be sure to check out mostly skateboarding.net for links to the things that we talked about, and we talked about a lot of stuff this week. Uh, until next time, you can keep up with us. Wait, did I finish that sentence? I uh, think so, yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, check out the show notes. Until next time, you can keep up with us all week online. Jason, where can the people find you?
2: On the Twitter, at Carbonite1994. On the Instagram, at FrozenCarbonite. And writing stuff for quarterstacks.com. Uh, new stuff in the works for
1: yeah, probably third quarter. Third quarter heading in the fourth quarter. Uh, Mike, where can the people find you? I'm on Twitter and Instagram with the same handle at M Munzenrider Templeton. What are your handles? Uh you
0: can find me on Twitter at mostly skate and on Instagram at mostly
3: skateboarding. We will see you guys next week. Where? It was Christmas of 74 when I got my first stick. I spent hours in front. Sure, I fell down a lot, but I never had so much fun. I could do it all day. I would hop all over town. I wasn't embarrassed by how many pimples I had. I'd spend all my allowance on sticks. Then one day I was in shock. Mr. Hand from my favorite stick company gave me free stuff and money. All the other kids started to get into it. They always were getting sticks from me. meet kids and stick in front of people and sign autographs. I had no time for myself. They made me video all the time. This wasn't sticking to me. I was getting bummed. All the kids that saw me doing it first were getting sponsored, but they all had wax styles. Dude, I don't know, dude. Everyone just wanted to be better than each other. They ripped me off. Sticking's lame. I had better things to do. Recently, I wondered if I still had that old stick around. There it was. All the good memories came back. I could barely do it, just like when I started.